Hi, my name is Renita, and I am your host of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. My podcast aligns with idea of my blog of feeling comfortable with you. I'm excited to share topics and ideas with you today. Thanks for tuning in. If you are new to the Be Your Own Kind brand, welcome. If you like what you hear and see, please subscribe to the Be Your Own Kind YouTube channel. And if you're listening to the podcast, please follow me. Also in the description box, you can find my Linktree link to all Be Your Own Kind related matters, such as the BYOK merch, where we sell items from t-shirts, sweatshirts, masks, and mugs. Also, you will find our website and the links to my social media pages. Also, we are always looking to collaborate with others, such as business owners, vloggers, bloggers, or just if you simply want to share your story. Last but not least, if you are looking to promote your business, Be Your Own Kind will gladly promote you. If you are interested in details, please email me at info at beyourownkind.com. Thank you for tuning in and for supporting the Be Your Own Kind platform. Hey lovelies, if you are a Midwestern such as myself, I hope that you are staying warm in this frosty, snowy weather. Although winter comes with hot chocolate and cute sweaters, there is that all-familiar feeling of shoveling and de-icing windows just to drive down the street. Speaking of familiar, I had the honors of interviewing my longtime friend Stormy Martin. In this episode, she shares her self-discovery and self-care journey with us and explains the importance of being a blessing to someone with discernment. A little bit about Stormy is she is a creator from Chicago, now residing in Atlanta, Georgia. She is a lady that has multiple talents, and in this point in her life, she is learning how to embrace them all. Now let's take flight and get into the interview. Do you find yourself overwhelmed with small business tasks? Well, Be Your Own Kind Freelancing is here to take the weight off. We specialize in assisting businesses with various administrative duties, HR consulting, online marketing, and editing services for podcasters and YouTubers. If you have a need we haven't mentioned, contact us to see if we can help. For more information, email us at info at beyourownkind.com. Leave the tedious task with us and take your time back. Well, hello, Stormy. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Thank you for being a guest on the BYOK platform today. I'm so excited. I'm glad to be a guest. <laughs> yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what do you want to know? Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> for those listening, this is my very great friend from college. I've been knowing, knowing you for how many years? Well, if you count before we were born. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I met you at like a six or seven, eight summer camp and didn't even know it, right? Yep. Yeah. So I met her at summer camp, not getting into that story. And <laughs> then no, we, we don't have to. Our parents <laughs> knew each other too. Oh, yeah. Our parents went to high school together. We found we all this out friends. in college. Yeah. Right. We met in college, which was almost over, almost 20 years ago. Ooh. And then we found out that our parents were friends in high school before we were even born. Yes. So um, needless to say, yes, this this is a sister for life. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, yep. so about your hobbies, like let everybody know your hobbies, what you like, what you do. Okay. Well, 
what do I do now? I'm in sales. Uh, I am a sales rep in the car world. Um, my hobbies include, like, I love fashion. Um, I think fashion has become, like, the top hobby and top love out of everything that I grew up loving. So I, I, I have a love for doing hair, natural hair. Um, I have a love for singing. Singing is always going to be my passion. Um, I sing every day, all day, no matter what it is. <laughs> fashion and singing go hand in hand and be honest with you like when I wake up in the morning before I wake up I'm thinking about like what I'm gonna wear or what's gonna look right or even when I'm performing I put my outfits together and I'm just excited about it I I get the same feeling and the same rush that I get when I'm singing and when I'm performing uh whenever it comes to fashion I love to travel too what's your favorite so, place you've been The best place that I've ever been is, I would have to say, Hawaii. Ooh. Yeah. It looks beautiful on uh, online, so I can just imagine up like in person. And Hawaii is one of those places where it doesn't just look nice. You know how they how they um, Photoshop things to make them look better than what they are. Like Hawaii is just beautiful in person and online, and it just has a really good feeling like of peace when you're there it's just it's really peaceful the people are nice it's expensive though it's expensive to go and expensive to be there <laughs> yeah i heard the milk is ridiculously priced <laughs> yeah yeah it was about ten dollars when i went almost 20 years ago maybe more than 20 years ago yeah, my math is not good right now. But it was like, <laughs> it was more than 20 years ago when I went. Okay. I was a teenager. You were like, yeah, it was a while ago. <laughs> right. After a while, I just stopped counting. I'm like, yeah, years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Getting up there. Yeah, I'm getting, getting to that age where I'm like, yeah, I just yeah. went there a while ago. It don't, <laughs> it don't matter when. Yep. So the topics you wanted to discuss is freedom and love. Those are two um, multifaceted, powerful words. You know, it could be freedom with anything, freedom, men mental freedom, spiritual um, freedom, the, the freedom to be yourself, you know, embrace yourself. Like what, what facet of freedom did you want to expound upon today? Well, um, I mean, it's whatever you feel like you want to ask me, but I, I, I feel like I'm experiencing a different chapter of freedom in my life right now. Mm -hmm. um, I'm newly divorced, so I am stepping out and experiencing new things. So 
Um, and the world has changed a lot um, from the last time that I was single. It's been almost 10 years since I've been single. So uh, freedom in that uh, perspective is it, it's it's been it's been interesting. <laughs> it's been exciting. Um, it's been uh, a little scary, uh, but but I'm glad to be able to experience this newfound notion of freedom. Okay, and of that freedom, like where do you feel that you were most bound prior to that experience? Like what what do you feel more liberated at like? The fact that I can do whatever I want to do, absolutely whatever I want to do. When you're in commitments, when you're committed to anything, even if it, it doesn't have to be an intimate relationship, you can have children, you can um, be taking care of your parents, uh, you can be a caregiver, and you still don't have the freedom and the right to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do. Now, of course, you know, I have a job, um, I have other commitments, but when outside of work, whenever I make decisions, I don't have to make the decisions with somebody else in mind. I can just make whatever decision I feel is best for Stormy. And so that's what I mean by uh, being free, free to do whatever it is that I want without having to answer or ask anyone first. Right, so it's almost like you just have to compromise with yourself if you want yeah. to. <laughs> Got to weigh your options, see what the consequences are going to be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel in a way is less pressure too because when you're married, it's kind of like if you make a wrong step, you're affecting someone else too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I totally, totally get that. I love this yellow. Like, I'm just mesmerized by this yellow. Like, you're looking super dope today. <laughs> Thank you. It's ironic, though my name is Stormy. I've been nicknamed Sunshine so many times by so many people. <laughs> and, and since people have given me that nickname, I've made the decision and the choice and fashion to buy more yellow. And... um it compliments me, I think. So I'm like, okay, sunshine, stormy. <laughs> I love it. You know, I love bright colors, even though I'm dressed for uh, the fall right now. I love, <laughs> I love it's, still, it's still a nice, bright fall color. Yeah, you know, I'm not in winter. Everyone else is. Um, <laughs> but anyway, over the course of a year, what is the most valuable thing you learned about yourself? Wow. Now that is a good question. What is the most valuable thing? I learned that even in my resilience, it's okay to feel every feeling and every emotion that I'm experiencing in that moment and that I don't have to run away from it. Because a lot of times when you have no choice but to be strong you think that you gotta suck it up and avoid everything else and neglect every other emotion think just i gotta keep going so and i gotta stay focused so in being strong i'm not able to um feel what i feel if that makes any sense um 
You, you're not allowed to be angry. You're not allowed to be sad. You're not allowed to be happy because you just got to get the job done. And I learned that I can do all of that and get the job done and move forward and be strong and overcome. Because in being an overcomer, you have to experience all of those things so that you can be a better you. So that's what I I love that. I love it. I remember um, my first um, go around to therapy, um, the lady, the the receptionist at, I don't know what she was, front desk lady was like, how are you feeling today? And I was like, I'm fine. And she says, no, you're not. I'm like, I'm fine. She said, if you were fine, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> you know, and so she handed me a list of adjectives, like in feelings. And she said, while you're here, you are not allowed to say the word fine. I had to pick a word off that list and after a while you know it feels good to say or liberating to say how you feeling today you know what it's not a good day i don't feel okay i'm not okay and and i think it was a stigma like i don't know if the growing up or culture is just a stigma to just admit you're not okay you know like oh what's wrong with you now that's kind of the response you know that i would get so you know just to to be in that moment where you feel like you know what i can still get this done but right now i'm gonna feel how i feel and then Mm -hmm. i'll get back to that when i'm done you know so i i like that i like that a lot (laughs) i agree i agree with that yeah so we're gonna transition to the topic of love This is also okay. also multifaceted. Um, how have your past experience shaped the way that you love others? Um, one thing about me is that I am going to start off with loving somebody unconditionally. And that sounds bad that I say start off. (laughs) Um, Because I just think it's human nature to love with conditions. Um, I try to see people for who they are and accept them as who they are and give them a clean slate from the start. Like, I haven't changed that about myself with love. And I get scared sometimes because I've been so tainted and I've been through so much and I've experienced so much that I often say, I'm going to change that. Like, I'm not going to start off loving people. (laughs) But overall, I love people with my whole heart, especially those that, um, like my family and my close friends and things like that. Uh, but I will say that like experiences of hurt um, has kind of like jaded me a little bit um, but I, but no matter what I still love like even the people that hurt me if I saw them today and I knew that they, they genuinely needed help from me um, and there wasn't an ulterior motive I would try my best to help them so I guess I still love unconditionally but it's kind of like my guards are are up with the people who have hurt me or done me wrong in some sort of way. So it's kind of like a, a boundaries are set. Like I'm only going to go this far with this person because they've hurt me in this area. 
Yeah, yeah, for the most part. But even still, sometimes like depending on the um, the situation and the intensity of the situation, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm willing to break those boundaries because I love people so hard. And do you sometimes regret that or? I do because I wind up hurting myself, which I'm learning more um, that I need to love myself more. So that's why I have created boundaries uh, with certain people. And I try my best to like take things slow with with uh, any new person that I'm meeting. And I'm not just talking about intimate relationships. I'm talking about friendships, too because um, it's important to evaluate friendships and and relationships in the beginning because you need to be able to use discernment and see people for who they really are. You can't just walk in blinded and naive. Um, And I think that that's how I used to be. I used to be very naive to people and their their motives. So... um, I think your original question was how has past experiences shaped like my love yeah how you love you you answered it (laughs) how you love and then the the second part of that is how have your past experiences shaped the way you love yourself oh yeah um I think that I love myself more than I ever have in my life right now um and I'm proud of myself for that because um, it took me a very, very long time to love myself and to even acknowledge myself as worthy um, of love from anybody. Um, and <laughs> like I masked having confidence for a really long time and I remember all the way from when I was little, like I did not love myself. I, I can say I remember not loving myself at the age of seven and eight. And I went through it hard. I'm talking about, I used to write poems about how I hated myself and how I used to want to commit suicide at the age of eight, nine. And my mother would tell me that I was better than that and that I had a reason to live and that she loved me and she wished that I understood that I should love myself and why she loves me so much. And um, I battled with loving myself for a long time. Like, I would even say up until like (laughs) two years ago, like it was always an on and off thing. It was always an uphill battle, always work, work on loving myself. And now I can say I'm at a place where I'm not 100% in love with myself, but for the most part, I do love myself and I do know that I have a reason for being here. Mm. And I do a lot of things now with myself in mind and with loving myself in mind every time I make decisions, big decisions. So have your your purpose been like, have you envisioned as God pretty much revealed your purpose to you? Um, I've, I've always known my purpose. I just didn't care enough to be here to fulfill it. Like, I just felt like it doesn't matter what my purpose is. is I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, Okay. 
So it wasn't the fact of not knowing that you had a purpose. It was the fact of, yeah, I just don't want to be here. Yeah, um, I had reasons as to why I didn't love myself. I just did not, I just felt like it wasn't worth living. Like, So what changed that two years ago? What changed that? Well, really, I just used two years ago as a time frame. But I mean, like I said, really, mostly, I just started loving myself, like recently, like loving myself in its entirety, even the bad things about myself, good and bad. But um, I say like about two years ago, whatever, I remember that I had a certain confidence most of the time. And I would be like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, you know, mm-hmm. but now like I genuinely, genuinely believe that for the folk, for the most part. I mean, I care sometimes what people think about me and it's mainly the people that love me that I care about the most but for I think the majority of my life I've always had adversity and I've always had people that didn't like me just for me being me um and then on top of that them not like me for thing, reasons that they made up so it was always hard for me to love myself I felt like because I always had people that showed me so much hate and dislike you know and I'm not talking about um family and friends you know sometimes people can just be and everybody loves them like <laughs> they may have like one or two people that don't like them but you know like if you if I had to give an example like an all-American person in high school or something like that like they don't have to do nothing special for people to love them people just love them they just like their personality they like the way they look they like all of this and all of that you know but um I've always had people like even now I, I, I think I made a statement recently at work like I was talking to one of my co-workers and they were saying something like oh well you know I can't be like that here I can't do that here they were saying like they were afraid to step outside of their comfort zone to to uh be in character because sometimes we have to be in character in sales over the phone right. uh, and they were like, oh, no, I can't do that because everybody's going to make fun of me or something like that. But they were like, if I was at home, I could do that any day. And I was like, well, I don't care. You know, like, I was just like, y'all laughing at me every day, all day for anything. You know, like, they make fun of me at work. And I'm grown. Like, <laughs> um, they make fun of me from the facial expressions I made to how I say certain things to the way I sound, if I cough or something, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's always somebody that got a problem with something that I did. And I'm like, and if I, if I cared enough, if I cared too much about that, I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. And I was like, so I don't, I don't know if you can curse on here, but I pretty much was like, I don't give a F. I can't, I can't. And I'm tired. That takes a lot of energy caring about what everybody thinks about you yes it does and I've run out of that energy so I think that that's part of the reason why I learned to love myself I'm not I got too much to do in other places in my life and I need my energy 
Right, like, because you're, here's the thing, you're never going to please everybody anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. It, it just doesn't matter. I totally resonate with that. Like, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You can move the earth for somebody and they like, oh, you forgot Mars. You couldn't bring me Mars too? Mm-hmm. I, deal with, <laughs> I deal with that a lot. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Right. I just feel like I, I receive a large amount of adversity from people. I receive a lot of love from people as well, but some days I'm just like, you don't have nothing else to do. Like, (laughs) then, (laughs) you know, say something about me or crack a joke or whatever. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm I'm at a different point in my life. Even with me, maybe feeling certain ways about different people, I have to check myself sometimes. Like, and at the end of the day, they're still going to be them. They're still going to do what they do. How is that helping you to progress in life? Exactly. And the irony of this, um, Stormy, is when I met you, I was very unsure of me. I was afraid to be myself, didn't really know who I was to be myself. And the fact that you were always you, you know, when you know you tell the jokes, you'll you'll light up the room, which is why it's odd that you're saying that you're like people aren't drawn to that because I was totally drawn to that, and it's because of you, you know, that I even speak up, you know, or I even want to be noticed a little bit. I like being in the background, you know that about me. I like hiding, and it's because of you I felt comfortable, you know, with people, you know, so. That's why I was like, man, the irony of that is you help me be more comfortable with me. You know, so I, I thank you for that. But I didn't know behind that you felt that way. Yeah, I mask a lot of things well. Like, I mean, like I said, I, you know, I've had I've had confidence in life, but it wavered. You know, like I'm not saying that I. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm I'm sure about myself. I'm more sure about myself than I've ever been now than before. Now sometimes I do struggle like with, with identity because like I said, I just got out of a ten year relationship and I'm still I'm trying to redefine who I am. Right. Um, so I, I question myself a lot. But at the end of the day, I still know my worth and I still feel like I'm a great person. And that I think is what's different from me now and me back then. And me back then would be like, well, you're a horrible person. You shouldn't live because <laughs> you got all these flaws that you need to work on. And now it's more like, okay, like, why did you do that? Or why do you think like that? Or what's going on here? Right. Um, how can we make it better so we can be an even better you so that we can have an even better life? <laughs> and that's it. Like, how can you do better yourself so you can live, not die? Versus back then, I used to think, oh, you suck, so die. Like, <laughs> I love that. It's, it's a change of perspective because things are still what they are. But when we flip how we think about it, it seems different. No, nothing's changed but a mindset. But it cha- It like changes your the whole dynamic of your life when you flip you know, how you think about things. So, yeah. 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 Most definitely. Yeah. I want to say that, that, you know, I'm glad that I motivated you and I thank you. That that was really sweet and kind of you to have said that. And um, 
I I often look at you as like really strong, you know, like even wow. though you, just because you want to be in the background doesn't make you not a strong person, you know. Um, I've seen a lot of things that you went through and how you pushed and pushed and you persevered. So that was inspiring, you know, like, you know, I don't want to get too personal because this is not your interview, it's my interview, but <laughs> I know I know some things about you and I looked at you and was like, well, if she can do that, then I sure enough can do this, you know. You're going to make me all teary-eyed. Don't make me cry. <laughs> But yeah, okay. and it's and it's funny how when you're you're looking at the other person and you're getting inspired by the other person and they're drowning and they're helping you float and you don't even know who you have helped float throughout the throughout your life because some of that times you were drowning. That's how I feel. And people mm-hmm. come back and, be, and and say what you said. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was drowning back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't comfortable with me at all. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I think we already talked about your activities and hobbies that that you feel add value to you, um, which is singing. I love your voice. I would just like to say, everyone, she has a gorgeous voice. Stormy can blow. Thank you, thank you, friend. She used to win all all of the con- all of the uh, talent show contests. All of them. Not all of them. The ones, I, the ones I went to, you won though. All the ones I went to, she won. <laughs> I wish I won all of them. <laughs> Are you still singing now? Well, it's COVID. Can you? In the shower. In the no. shower. <laughs> when the world opened back up. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was doing a couple of virtual things at one point, uh, but I haven't really, I haven't really performed. Uh, what was the I think the last performance it was like a sing-off competition at Harold's Chicken and Ice Bar in Marietta, Georgia. That was like a huge performance. Um, but yeah, I just you know I left out comedy. I love comedy. I love everything about. <laughs> yes, I am a goofball, and, and I did stand up one time in like. I did the amateur night, but I I like everything about comedy. I like watching comedy, stand-ups. I got a lot of favorite comedians. I ain't want to leave that out either and make up. <laughs> Who's your favorite comedian now? Right now? Well, you know, they got a couple of online people. Like, I've recently been laughing at um, I Am Desi. I think he's from Atlanta. I like him a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, like Jamie Foxx always makes me laugh. I know it's Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other people that I laugh at. I'm, I laugh at a lot of people, like people that I'm just like, you are silly. Um, I'm trying to think of some women, some women that make. Um, Pretty V makes me laugh. She's um a internet comedian. She makes me laugh. Uh, Just with the mess makes me laugh. Oh, that is so funny. Now, Jess hilarious. I follow her. Yeah, Jess hilarious. My news is real. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a it's um oh god, it's gonna come back to me, but uh because I just recently was like it's how wait the internet makes me laugh. Period. 
<laughs> when you send them Bernie Sanders, well, you send me one of them. Bernie Sanders, man, they've been acting a complete fool. They have been acting a complete fool lately, okay? And I literally be in tears. You know, the emoji it does me no justice. Like, I'm I'm literally laughing out loud and crying when I'm looking at certain things. Like, I'm like, look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. Oh, what is his name? No Carlton Banks, not Carlton Banks. Uh -huh. He's a, a internet comedian. Okay. He makes me laugh so hard. He got all of these different characters that he does. And it's just so funny. It's so funny to me. I have to check him out. You I, always he send he me the stuff on Instagram. I'll send you the Instagram. Yeah. Because, I, man, Instagram, it keep me going. Like, it make me happy. It actually made me think, like, I should put together a couple of skits. Cause I, I I could do a couple of characters, you know. But. You should, you should. Issa started on YouTube. You know how I love Issa. <laughs> I love Issa Ray too. She cracked me up. Love yeah. her. Yeah, she's hilarious. Remember, I donated to um her YouTube channel, and everybody yes. was like, "Renita." <laughs> <laughs> well, look at her now. You can See? say that she helped her get to where she needed to be. Right, and I wrote a letter and told her that she should. I told her she should be on BET, but she, she, you know, put it up, hey. took it up a notch. Right. <laughs> She's like, yeah, go, go past BET. <laughs> so, um, shout out to Issa, Issa Ray. If you ever need another female comedian, I'm available. I just need you to know that. She's gonna make another work. show. Yeah, she's gonna make another show. I'm gonna be right there waiting on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a little disappointed that you're making this the last season of Insecure, by the way. I do want to let you know that as well. <laughs> but it may end with a bang, though. It may yeah, end I don't want it to end, though. It won't need to be. I mean, shows don't last like they did when we were younger, like 11, yeah. 15 million seasons. Like, and they already be only having like five, six episodes in one season. Like, really? True. And I want to put out there, too, ease of 30 minutes, really? 30 minutes. We need more. Maybe that's what the network allotted to her. <laughs> I don't know. By the time you get into it, it's over. It'd be like, yep, exactly. Exactly. Then you see the credits rolling. <laughs> right. Like, that's enough. That's enough of that. <laughs> You'll get to check us out next week. Or... The season finale. What was the season finale? Lawrence got the girl pregnant or something? Possibly. Possibly got the girl pregnant. Are you sure? I thought he did get the girl pregnant. Well, she said he did. We don't know for sure. Oh, they could switch that up on us. Exactly. Up with Lauren. She <laughs> right. right. Yeah. yeah, I just don't like her friend Molly, but everybody else I like. <laughs> Not too cool with Molly, but I do like Eva. Orgy, we love you, girl. Your stand-up was amazing. <laughs> I love Yvonne Orgy. She's amazing. She's a Sagittarius, by the way. You and your Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> so what advice would you give to someone that's struggling with self-acceptance? Every day, look at yourself in the mirror and affirm yourself. Even if you don't totally believe it, speak it and put it in the atmosphere because one day we'll believe it. Um, also, when people tell you bad things, think about all the good things that people tell you. 
uh, to counter those thoughts because I don't know why it's so easy to give into the negative things that people say about us versus the positive things that people say about us or the love and the attention that we do get from people versus the attention that we don't get. So I, 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 uh, I try hard these days. I try really hard to focus on the love and the positive energy that I get from people. It doesn't matter who it is, I'm getting it. And so I try to focus on that more than what I don't get from others. I like that. And I think I think we think that way because when you're younger, you're taught to be, you know, to show humility and not to be arrogant. So any type of positive, um, I guess, compliment you soak up, you you could be mistaken as arrogant. Confidence is sometimes misconstrued with arrogance. Oh, yeah, I get that a lot these days. Um, I've gotten so many things. Like I said, I, I think I'm changing. As I, people have made statements about me and I'm like, I've never heard that about myself. I mean, that that I'm conceited and I'm like, if nobody else gonna pat me on the back, I gotta pat myself on the back. Right. Um, and there are a lot of people who are not rooted for me. <laughs> it's a lot of people rooting for me, but I think it's more people not rooting for me. And I can tell by their actions, they don't necessarily have to always say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gotten that I'm high maintenance. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm high maintenance? I didn't know that, you know, because I like to consider myself a down-to-earth, round-away girl. So are you high maintenance because you have standards? What, what is that about? I guess that's what it is. You I mean, somebody <laughs> somebody um, offered to buy me lunch the other day. And um, I was like, okay, you know, I was thinking about getting sushi. And they were like, sushi? Oh my goodness. And I'm like, oh, should I have said McDonald's? Like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, that's what I had a taste for. I was going to get it regardless whether you bought it for me or I bought it for myself. I don't know, you know. I really don't know this high maintenance stuff that people are speaking of. I don't know who that girl is. I- because you want to of a burger? <laughs> Is it a bad thing to be high maintenance? I don't know. Like, it's just I a look it up. It got a negative connotation behind it. But when I think about the word itself, high maintenance, it's like it's like being a foreign car. You know, you got to put that that uh, what is it, eighty seven gas in there. You know, you got to make sure you go get the tunas from the place that you actually got it from. And I'm like that. That just makes it a great car, right? So it I guess. And the owner always takes care of a high maintenance car, hey, and they don't you know, purchase one unless they can afford it and take care of it. So in that case, if you're high maintenance, then the person that come, you they're gonna take well care of you. Let me embrace it then. I'm high maintenance. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm high maintenance these days. All right. Okay. <laughs> You can be high maintenance. How is yeah. the dating? How is the dating world um, in twenty twenty one? Is it the same as like before you were married? I just need the people on the podcast to know that I'm just smiling and nodding. <laughs> I'm just saying I've been married for like ten <laughs> years, and I'm wondering was it the same when we was in our twenties, or you just gonna smile? <laughs> 
great. I'll never know. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to all the single people out here pushing and doing their best. You know, we know it's not easy. We know. Just continue to do your best and know that you're great. But but it was fun in our twenties. Like it was, it was like you you got to meet different people, go on different dates, party. I mean, we we like met different people that were in motorcycle clubs and this and that. Like it was adventurous that I can remember. You know, so I just think that this culture is very different these days, and you know, the microwave life is popular. Um, what can I get right now from you? Um, and I also, and this is this is me being real now. Like I'm gonna speak on this because I'm trying, I'm trying to be like my mother taught me. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say it at all. But I think that it's so many people in this world that are hurt that won't deal with that hurt, and they're masking it, and they're just trying to, they just surviving and not and not confronting their issues healing and moving forward that that's making dating very difficult because there's so many people out here with so many things that they have to deal with that they don't want to deal with for whatever reason they can be afraid they can be in denial uh they can feel like it's not going to help them um, and I just feel like because of that, it's affecting the dating scene uh, and impacting it in a very heavy way. And now I'm going to say that about dating. I've so, met a few few people that have nice personalities, but, you know, dating, dating and, and being committed is not on the top of that priority list. And I'm not even wanting to be in a relationship right at this moment. I'm not. I'm okay with being single. There are some disadvantages to it, but I am healing. I'm one of those people that are trying to work, is trying to work on my healing. Mm. Um, but it's just, this culture is just different. Even outside of dating, the, 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 um, The mindset of a lot of people is about me, 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 but not, not me, not the how can I improve me, but more so what can you do for me? Hmm. You know, one of my friends, she, she has, um, she has her own brand and business and things like that. And she goes out and she's a motivational speaker inspirational speaker she said you know like in in today's society if you you hear a lot of people saying things like well drop all the people that if they if they're not if they're not successful they're not trying to get money if they're not doing good in life drop them because you don't need them that it, we live in that type of culture when it's like if everybody dropped everybody <laughs> that wasn't doing good in life where how how do we inspire? How do we help? Right. How do we assist? How do we show love? You know, if we drop all of those people, nobody's saying uh, B 
be in toxic relationships. You got to use discernment. You got to be smart. There are some people put on this earth that we that we're supposed to be helping, that we're supposed to be assisting, that that they need a hand in order to try to get up to be. They need to be pulled up because, to be honest with you, most of us what was that that person at one point in life? Right. We needed a hand. We needed people that were successful, whether it be monetarily, spiritually, emotionally. We needed those people so that we can become those people. Mm. And so that's spilling over into dating as well. It's not just, you know, people living their everyday lives like this. So in dating, it's going to be like that too, right? To me, that's what I'm expecting. Me, 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 me. What can you do for me? all the time not all the time but a lot of the time 99.9% <laughs> yeah right all the time that is this culture that that definitely is people ain't sleeping they they cranky mm-hmm. they'll sleep they'll sleep when they die I've heard people <laughs> but, <yeah>. they chasing <laughs> dollars and never sleeping I, you know Chasing dollars, dropping people, and never sleeping. That's the man, that, that, that's that's a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't be <laughs> how can you be a nice person and ready to date if you chasing that money up, chasing the bag all day, and never sleeping and dropping people? <laughs> Sounds very tiring, right. <laughs> And that's probably why a lot of people are anxious too, though. Because when do you relax? When do you lose something? Right. right. I'm feeling on too. Something. Always doing something. Yeah. Waking up. They chasing the bag in their dreams. When they do <laughs> lay down and go to sleep. I don't know. I'm thinking of that. Uh, I'm thinking of a cartoon where the person is on the um, the tram or the conveyor belt. And the stick is right there with the bag. And the person is right. <laughs> dangling the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about that life. Like I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm like and somebody on the outside looking in, like watching a TV show. I'm like, I don't even believe in that. I'm gonna go to sleep. I need sleep. I need rest. I may not. I don't take naps. I don't really take naps. I gotta be sick or very tired. But I don't always want to chase the bag. When I wake up, I guess do I want money? Yes, but I don't want to live my life chasing some money. I don't want to do that. When I wake up, that's not the first thing on my mind, to be honest with you. How much money am I going to make today? Like, right. My boss told me that. I'm like, okay, if that's how you want to live your life, that's fine. But that's not how I live my life. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Right. It's never, what am I going to do nice for someone today? What am I going to do nice for myself today? Exactly. What does God That's want what I think about. How right. can I fulfill my purpose mm. as best as I can when I wake up? That's what I literally think about when I wake up. I thank God for waking me up, even though it's early and I really don't feel like getting up. I thank him and I say, you know, God, make me the best person that I can be today. Like, how can you make me a better person? Well, inside of me, help me to fulfill my purpose. That's that's what I think about when I wake up. And that's not selfish because sometimes your purpose is helping someone else, you know? 
So yeah, I like that. I like that. So here on the podcast, we have a staple question. And that question is, if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be? Whoa. Wrong. And why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm me, even when I'm trying not to be me, like you stated earlier, sometimes I I I, I try not I try not to be so much stormy. I'm like, I'm like, you might gotta tone it down a little bit. Like you can be us. Though, but just tone it down just a little bit like your fun your fun is like 72 i need to be at like 12 today like okay like you could still be big but you don't gotta be 72 you can't even fit on the page at, at 72 fun. so like um and no matter how much i try when i i'm so transparent like even when i try to mask something well, I mean, sometimes I'm good at it, but somebody, even if everybody doesn't see it, somebody sees exactly what's going on with me when I'm, even when I'm trying to cover up something or something like that. But for the most part, like I try to be a good person and I try to be good to other people. Um, sometimes I could be a bitch. I'm not going to even lie. And these days, when I'm a bitch, I try to accept that too. Like, I'm with you on that. Oh, hey, bitch. And tomorrow we're going to try again. You know, today, that person, you tried everything you could not to be it. And then they brought it out, and here it is. So just apologize and move forward, Storm. Right? But I'm, I'm raw for the most part. I really am myself for the most part. I don't like being fake. I don't like being around fake people. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, you are one of the most honest people I've ever met. Even when um, it may have pissed me off, later on I'm like, man, she was right. I can't say <laughs> you were wrong. I just didn't want to hear it. But you were, you, you're honest. Like, you're honest. You're a person that you taught me the power of no. You know how people always ask you to do something. I'd be like, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And one day someone asked you something. You was like, I do not have the capacity for that. And I'm just like, did she say no? You actually have the option of saying no. <laughs> like, yeah. And I and I really did used to be a people pleaser. Even sometimes now I am. Uh, I am. Like I do things to please people that I don't necessarily want to do. It's not often. But if I really, really care about that person, I probably will wind up doing it. But it don't it don't really end well. Like if you do things just to please people, you know? That's I try true. To, like what I'm really actually supposed to do, you know. Um, but one thing I can say about you and them, and some of my other friends is that you all taught me um tact and that it ain't what you say, but how you say it. And I I live by that to this day. And I tell people that, like, I'm like, it's okay to tell people the truth. You just got to watch how you say it. You can't, can't be mean. Try to, try to do things in love. It don't always work for me. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm not going to change overnight, but I think that I got way better than I used to be. (laughs) 
you are you have a softer touch but the truth is the truth and some things you can't be soft though like it's just something yeah, yeah it's some things that no matter how you dress it up and put makeup yeah. on it and you know put a sew in on it it's ugly I had a situation like that recently. Somebody asked me in front of a crowd of people, how old do do you think I am? And I'm just like, if you ask somebody that, first of all, be prepared for the answer. And two, you need to think about the environment and what's going on around you when you're asking that. So I was honest, you know, and I still got backlash for it because because the girl was really young. I thought she was maybe 10 years older than she was and I simply said and this is all I said I think that you're blah 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 and they and then everybody was like oh my god oh my god how could you how dare you she is not that agent does she look like and I'm just like wow you know she has exactly (laughs) and so and I still wind up being the bad guy. Like, it don't even matter. Like, I could have probably said, well, you know what? I don't really know. You know, but no, here I am being honest. And I got all this backlash. And she was mad at me. After that, she she just came at me, moved differently around me. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, why are you mad at me? You shouldn't have asked me the question. Like, maybe you used to people lying to you. Here we go. You know, you and I have had this conversation several times. <laughs> I lost, a lot of people was always mad at me for being honest when all the people around them would always be lying to them and then 30 years later they want to give me credit for being honest like, <laughs> I don't understand like, <laughs> I'm damned if I do damned if I don't so I ain't finna fluff it I can't cause I'm not a good liar that's why I don't fluff things that's why I don't be around the bush I'm just not a good liar no, I don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever really seen you in the act of lying because you just be brutally honest. You be like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I have lied before, but I don't like it. It's not my thing because it's too much. Again, too much energy. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like thinking about all of this stuff to make you feel better. I don't like. <laughs> I don't have a good memory, so I just gone like, cause I'm gonna mess it up eventually. I thought you said you was at, you know what? <laughs> I'll just tell you what happened. I'm not gonna remember, and I'm not gonna even lie. Like critically thinking, that's not my strong point. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't really be like a detective, or I couldn't be like a hitman or something. I couldn't do stuff like that, cause I'm gonna just mess it up. They're gonna be like, but you said that you dipped the water in the blah blah blah. <laughs> that doesn't even mix with blood. And here I am about to go to jail because I didn't critically think well. You know. <laughs> and the funny thing is everybody's like, keep it real, keep it real. And then when you tell them, yeah. don't get mad. I'm telling you, they were about to hang me was saying that this girl looked like she was blah blah blah. And it's I, not like you walked up to her and was like, "Hey, you look yeah, like she And then the whole room got quiet when she asked me. Now I'm on the spot, so I'm even nervous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Again, and people always like, "Oh, you don't never get nervous." Yes, I was nervous because she asked me that question. The whole room watched me like we on Jeopardy, and I'm like, "Oh man, what do I do? What do I do?" Okay, you look this age, and I even I'm not. Gonna now I'm gonna say this. 
I really wanted to say two more years <laughs> over, over than what I said. So you were being nice. I was. <laughs> if she asked you, that means somebody have said she looked older before. That was an insecurity from the get-go. It was. It was seven. <laughs> they always set me up. <laughs> oh god sorry this is a great conversation anything else you want to add any up, uh, upcoming projects you want to share no I, I'm just trying to live my life like it's golden in the words of Jill Scott <laughs> taking every day one day one step at a time and figuring out what I want to do with my life I'm just at a place where I want to do what makes me happy as long as it's not hurting other people to a certain degree. Because sometimes you can hurt somebody trying to make you happy, and it's the best thing to do for you. So I want to be clear when I say that. Um, um, without the intentions of hurting someone. Um, I really just want to live my life for me right now. Like, for real, live it for me. And do what's in the best interest of me so that I can have the best life that I can have. Um, every day I'm always doing something. I'm doing something different all the time. Who knows, I might be performing again. Uh, might be doing hair again. Anything that I love, I do. So I may not be doing it right now, but I might start doing it again tomorrow or next week or something like that. What I do want to say, though, is because I said that I love fashion, if you are looking for a stylist, and especially for my plus-size women, hit me up. Inbox me. I have... You can you can contact me on Instagram, and that's Stormy Vocals Martin. S-T-O-R-M-Y-B-O-C-A-L-S. Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, like Martin Luther King, Stormy Vocals Martin. And you can follow me there. Um, and I got all type of stuff on my page because I, I'm i a woman that uh, wears many hats. <laughs> like I said, I do hair. I love uh, styling people and dressing them. I sing, I, I dabbled in comedy and I'm, I'm still willing to do comedy. I act. Um, and I sell cars now. So um, you can contact me if you're interested in any one of those things. I'm also single, by the way. <laughs> you threw that in there. <laughs> I think I talked over you a little bit when you were talking about the styling. Did you want to add something to that? Um, no, if you follow me on my page, you'll see uh, the different things that I've worn. I have styled people in the past, including my friend Renita. Um, and that's not necessarily on my site, but you can you can follow me there and you can see that I, I do I do this, okay? Um, and I enjoy it. I also enjoy like directing photo shoots. So if you and your family or your friends are uh thinking about having a photo shoot and you don't have any direction like you don't know what you want to wear you don't know uh, how to pose you don't know what to do during the shoot you can hire me to do that I, I love doing that I take great joy in doing that I have a photo shoot 
um, that with me and my mom and my sisters in the earlier part of my pictures on my page that you can see. I also recently did a photo shoot for my birthday and all the idea, everything that you see, that was my idea from how we're looking, how we're posing, how I'm dressed, the the environment that was all my idea how i wanted the picture to look yes those were some damn good photographers um and you will see the credit on the pictures um but i did everything but take the picture <laughs> and they were dope i loved every picture <laughs> thank you thank yeah. you and so a lot of people don't know that i do those things they think i'm just a singer or whatever but I do a lot of different things and I and I put my all into everything that I do. Everything that I do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Even <laughs> even in your friendships. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every time. Because I love my friends and my family. And we all love friends you. are my family. Huh? If I call you a friend, you are family. That's that is why true. I put my all into it. And your family embrace your friends. So you always, it's like a big family, like an extended yep. family. <laughs> so don't be trying to be my friend if you ain't genuine, okay? Hit <laughs> <laughs> me up in my inbox talking about I want to be your friend because I heard you were your friend. <laughs> you like, I didn't advertise that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm willing to make friends. I, you know, I ain't Drake. I like new friends. <laughs> But I, but I gotta get to know you first. That's the that's the news for me. I'm gonna get to know you well first before I call you my friend. Shout out to my new friends. And, my, <laughs> and your who? And my old ones. <laughs> my old friends and new friends, right? <laughs> well, go ahead. No, I was gonna say this was really fun. That's the same thing I was about to say. This was fun. Thank you for being on my platform. Like, this was a really great conversation. I was super excited. Um, yeah, that you're going to be on here. And um, to everyone listening, thank you for listening. And don't forget to be your own kind and be kind to yourself and to each other. Bye. Yeah. Bye.